Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I guess I'm just tuning into your energy. We've all got an energy field and I'm just stepping into that to work with you, whether it's, you know, in a psychic reading or a healing treatment. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Yvette. A focus on your mental health you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally Yours. Hi everyone and welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly mental health podcast. I'm Yvette. And I'm Ellen. And this week we're going to be chatting to Kaylee Jade. She's a sound therapist, she's also a medium and she does all kinds of other things to yep. do with complementary therapy. Yep, she does Reiki, uh, she's psychic many things many unusual things that we haven't really talked about before much on the podcast so hopefully you'll find it really interesting we definitely did yeah so Kaylee, welcome to mentally yours um you're a sound therapist and you do lots of other kind of alternative therapies can you tell us a little bit about them please so, yes, yeah, so I'm a complementary therapist. So basically I do kind of like one-to-one treatments. So a little bit like people be going for a massage. You would come and see me for a Reiki healing session or a crystal healing session or a one-to-one sound therapy session. And it's very similar to, you know, going for a massage where you lay down, relax, but we're working kind of in the energetic level. So I will be kind of identifying blockages and kind of trying to work out what's going on beneath the surface. Um, so if you came to see me, you would kind of lay down for an hour session. I would kind of start at your head if I was doing a Reiki treatment and just work my way down through chakras. I'm not sure if you know what chakras are. Tell us what chakras are. <laughs> so a vague idea, but that's it. They are energy centers um, within the body. So we have different centers. You starting at the head, the crown chakra and working our way down. So I will be connecting to those chakras and identifying the blockages. And sometimes I'm able to pick up kind of information, memories, things, anything could come up during a session. 
Um, and it just helps me kind of figure out what's going on in terms of like physical pain. Um, anything that that person has experienced could be linked to emotional triggers. And sometimes it goes way back. So it's quite revealing actually in a session sometimes. But I probably work a little bit different to some practitioners because some Reiki therapists, you, you will just do a healing session and it will be very lovely and relaxing. But I kind of maybe pick up more information, which could be because I'm psychic <laughs> um, and I'm just able to kind of give some feedback at the end and just discuss anything that's going on really anything that I pick up on do you get a lot of clients coming in for kind of mental health and emotional issues or are they more kind of for physical issues I am actually finding that recently I'm finding that lots more people are suffering with anxiety and they're coming along to work on their mental health rather than their actual physical pain mm. um, and I find it's very helpful for people especially with depression and anxiety um people sometimes have one session and go away or they book a few sessions. It, it's really up to the individual. I just kind of, you know, judge it one by one and see what they need. With something like Reiki, I know years ago I had it, but I can't actually remember. So what are you physically doing? Are you touching them or is it like on the bed? Doing hand gestures. I'm doing hand <laughs> gestures. It's a podcast. I'm sorry, people can't see this. But yeah, so can you describe what you're actually physically doing while someone's lying there? Yes. So basically I'm working um, on an energetic level. So I can be putting my hands on. I'm doing hand gestures now. Um, so if people are okay with touch, then I'll be putting my hands on. So especially at the head, the crown chakra, I'll be putting my hands here. I'll be, you know, for maybe 10, 15 minutes, just connecting to your, you know, what's going on in your head, sending lots of healing here and then putting my hands over different areas. So we'll be going down over the throat chakra, the heart chakra, the solar plexus, which is stomach and going down to your base chakra. And so I'll be putting my hands just over, but basically um, sending healing to those areas and just intuitively trying to pick up what's going on. So to identify the blockages, the Reiki works like a mind map to the areas. I'll be drawn to the areas or I might kind of be aware of certain colors because each chakra has a color. So I'll be aware of something in my mind and I'll be drawn to that chakra and I might spend more time in those areas to rebalance um, and then come back and just kind of make sure everything's okay at the end. And what about the sound therapy? I can't, cause I can't even, I couldn't even guess what that's like, or what that is. So I'm absolutely loving my journey with sound therapy. Um, I started doing Reiki kind of like 10 years ago and sound therapy has been, I think the last three to four years. So basically, um, you can have group sound baths. So in a lot of areas now, people are setting up sound bath classes. You book in, you go and you lay down and you just close your eyes and just relax for like an hour and you receive lots of healing for the vibration of the instruments. So, so um, is it a tune or is it just like what's going on in terms of the sounds? Okay. So it's actually, it's live. If you think of it like live music, so I will have a variety of instruments if I'm doing a sound bath or it'll be just gongs if I'm doing a gong bath. But the, the instruments themselves take you on a journey with the sounds. So I might start with a drum, going to a rain stick. You won't know what that is, but <laughs> going to some Tibetan bowls. You probably, a lot of people have heard of Tibetan bowls or seeing them, you know, if you've been traveling the or crystal. Crystals? They're like the gold bowls. So you tap them right. or you go around the edge. Um, so some people even have them in their houses. You might be surprised you might even have one. Um, but you can also use crystal bowls. So that's a crystal version of those Tibetan bowls and lots of other kind of little tinkly instruments that you, you take uh, people on a journey with sound. But you're actually receiving healing through the vibration that's emitted from these instruments as well. And you can feel that vibration if you're laying down 
on the floor. You might feel it um, from the gongs, particularly in the crystal bowls. But you kind of get healing on multiple levels. You can come along, you can set an intention for what you want to work on. And it works on all levels, physical, mental, emotional. So whatever it is that you're struggling with, you can set that intention and just relax and receive the healing. And you will go away feeling different at the end. There's well near here actually is that oh yeah because yeah, you've done it because i've you? done it before and it is weird because basically the not, <laughs> weird it's good, okay <laughs> weird in a good way but um because there's research done about how the frequency can actually affect pain relief mm-hmm. which is fascinating but it, it is just also very relaxing so how did you feel when you had it um i felt very ready to sleep <laughs> yes that's quite um common. but yeah i just felt very chilled and like i wasn't Usually my brain is going really fast. I'm just thinking lots of different things. With this, it was like nothing. Mm-hmm. I was just in the moment, just enjoying yeah. the sounds. Mm. Felt a bit like if you imagine if you're on a beach and there's just like ocean coming up and down. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Yeah. That's how I describe it. I mean, to be honest, I find like all the stuff that you do sounds really interesting, but I have yeah. to be completely honest. Like I don't agree... I don't say I don't agree with it, but I don't. I don't believe in any of it. Mm. So, um, although you, like when you sort of say it, it's kind of healing and it helps people, I kind of think I don't. I don't know that if it would help me because um, I really don't believe that that's a good solution to like say depression or something. Mm. Like yeah. for me, like a solution to depression is antidepressants and you know proven techniques. You know, maybe meditation, sort of like the things that there's been loads of research into. Mm obviously the whole field that you're working in there may have been some research but it's it does it's very kind of hazy still what made you want to go into all these kind of yeah less usual fields alternative therapy thank you alternative <laughs> therapy because that's the, that's the name of it first of all i would say i really do welcome non-believers at anything i do especially mediumship and anything like that but I would really welcome you to come along and try it. You can come along to one of my sessions and see, because honestly, I've never come across anyone that's come a, come and done a session and not felt different afterwards because that healing is going into every cell into your body. So it is actually realigning things and you, you see, so you can't actually not feel different. Um, but I've kind of always been a little bit different myself um, since a young age. Um, I actually uh, saw the ghost of my granddad when I was very young. And I think from that age, my um, my mum always knew that I was a little bit if you want to call it spooky or different um and I've just been on that path my whole life so I kind of started developing as a medium when I was 17 you know going to your local spiritualist church all those kinds of things I've dipped in and out you know throughout my life and I'm still doing that now still developing but I just kind of got led onto this alternative path I think very much when I was I was living in Spain for a few years and I kind of lost my way a little bit and um, I discovered Reiki healing and I just did a course um, in Reiki and I was I was actually quite a little bit depressed at the time when I was feeling quite lost, you know, living abroad. Um, and this Reiki course just sent me on this massive transition and, you know, just helped me move forward because I was very stuck. Mm. So from then on, I've been kind of, you know, adding more skills, learning other things that I can do um, to help everyone else really i think there is a kind of idea that alternative therapies are against like medicine and medication and those kind of things and what's your personal view on that are you anti-medication or are you- <laughs> that's a good question yeah. i'm not anti-medication i would i think as uh, practitioners we would always advise people to go to the doctor first mm-hmm. um you know but it's very much working alongside so we're not saying give up the pills <laughs> 
and just do this. I need them. (laughs) I would always say, you know, continue with what you're doing, but it can just help, um, you know, if you are struggling, um, you're not maintaining with the, with the medication, then come along and give it a try. Mm. But I would very much say that I would also on the flip side of that, say that I do believe we can heal without the medication. I believe that we have a natural ability to heal. And things like Reiki are just speeding up your body's natural ability to do that healing process. So what I'm doing is going to the root causes and, you know, establishing what's going on, what are you holding on to, why are you still suffering? Um, because ultimately we just um, suppress everything. So our thoughts and feelings and emotions and they get stuck. So what we're trying to do is bring everything to the surface. Um, and sound therapy can, I'd kind of like describe it as healing, sorry, counseling without words. Mm-hmm. So you're almost doing a counseling session without having to say anything because everybody can connect to music um so it's kind of like yeah there's lots of different layers to what we're doing Mm. but we are ultimately getting to the root causes i suppose i could see it like i'd be more open to it in a kind of um treat kind of way like in the way that i might put myself a massage if i felt that reiki or sound therapy whatever made me feel a bit better it's it's almost just like it might not necessarily matter if it was you know huge like the same as pills it's almost just like it's the alternative to a massage or something Mm, like additional yeah definitely you could definitely see it in that in that way because some people do actually just go along as if you would a massage and Mm. just treat yourself it is a very good thing to do even if you're not suffering with anything it's just a nice way of you know doing that self-care 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 is very popular word at the moment isn't it so it's just a nice thing that you could do for yourself Mm. it's quite interesting what you're saying about uh kind of emotional blockages Mm. and how you can heal that with energy because obviously more like traditional methods thought would be okay you've got an emotional issue we'll just talk it through or deal Mm. with coping strategies can you kind of explain a bit about energy and like what it is and how it can help and if you do still need to you know still talk it through if that makes sense yeah that's a good question how do i explain energy um i think energy is is everything um we're creating an energy with our thoughts and our feelings everything we do is surrounded by energy if i was to stand close to someone on a tube i would pick up their energy um and i think a lot of us have the ability to do that for example if you're on a you know a busy train or bus or something and you feel someone's you know quite negative you maybe step back from them without even realizing so energy is everywhere um and it's kind of like it's something that i do when i you know i'm working with my psychic intuition i'm picking up people's energy so as i start doing a reading i guess i'm just tuning into your energy we've all got an energy field and i'm just stepping into that to work with you whether it's you know in a psychic reading or a healing treatment so energy is kind of like the center of everything really Mm. i'm not sure how else to explain it it's just difficult to yeah wrap your head around so if say you were doing a kind of healing session with someone Mm. and you worked out that actually what was causing a lot of issues was a serious trauma what's Mm. the next step from that what do you do So I think I would always advise a combination um, of treatments and it's whatever works for that person. So somebody, if it's a serious trauma, might need counselling. You have to talk it through. But I do believe that 
um, together we can actually get to these root causes and we can maybe multiple sessions I would recommend um, but you can even feel something from just one session if you go to one sound bath if it's even a group sound bath I think you would feel something mm. you would feel a shift um, so I think it really yeah it depends on the person but I would definitely recommend a series of sessions because mm. like anything the more you do something the more it works for you but I would ask you to come along with an open mind because <laughs> you know again you're creating that block of energy mm. um, so sometimes it's hard for me to do a reading with someone if they put up this big barrier and I can't get through so I always ask everyone to come along with an open mind whether you believe in it or not just come along and see and I'm sure you will feel um, different you will feel something from any of it the medium stuff i think is just fascinating as well because again mm. that is another thing that i'm sorry but i'm 100 percent like i yeah. do not believe in any of that like <laughs> that's even, probably even if i saw literally if i saw something that i thought was a ghost i'd just be like no you know like i've had some sort of i've eaten something bad or i mean i suppose for me it'd be more <laughs> likely that i'd be like well actually i'm mentally ill at this point this is not um reality mm. um so can you tell us a bit more about when you first saw the ghost of your granddad, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm not sure how old I was. I was young enough to not be able to, you know, speak properly. Um, but I had never met my granddad before and I was pointing to a photo. And I think this is more because I've been told this story. I feel as if I remember it, but I'm not completely sure. Um, but I was kind of pointing to this photograph saying granddad, granddad, and then, you know, pointing up the stairs and none of my family were really brave enough to go up. So my uncle came up with me and then I kind of like pointed into the room and, um, I was just seeing the ghost of my granddad, but I wasn't scared. I, you know, I was really comfortable with it. Um, and since then I feel my granddad, even though I've never met him has been like a spirit guide. If you've heard of spirit guides, someone just helping you on your journey, looking out for you, helping you to develop your mediumship. Um, so it's really strange having never met him, but having that, you know, that connection. And I think just from then on, I just knew that, you know, I was sort of a little bit different and I just wanted to develop my skills and learn more about it. It must be kind of almost like being a counsellor in some ways in that people must come with you sort of who are bereaved and they desperately want to speak to their loved ones. Mm. Um, how do you deal with that kind of pressure? Yeah, that's, that's very true. Actually, I've almost found myself, do, you know, doing a counseling session after a reading. Mm. And sometimes I would spend maybe half an hour talking to someone afterwards. Sometimes people are crying. So they're in my house for like an hour. Um, and I think gradually you just have to learn your boundaries and you have to know, you know, not to take this on board yourself and you have to make a little bit of a detachment. Um, and also, you know, just manage your time and just know that, okay, sometimes it's okay to spend that extra time with someone, but you ultimately, you know, you have to protect yourself as well so um again you probably don't believe in crystals and things but i know i use not crystals no, no. <laughs> um you know sage things like that you know just protecting the space just you know cleansing the space and um you know just trying to take care of yourself whilst you're also helping other people you describe yourself as psychic as well mm. i think when you say psychic you're like oh my god you can read my thoughts what <laughs> that's what i think anyway. um what does it mean to be psychic mm. for you? So, yeah, that's classic, isn't it? You're psychic. What am I thinking? I get asked that. It's not really like that. But again, psychic is kind of, to me, it's being able to tune into somebody's energy. I keep using that word. Um, 
just kind of like having a sense, a good intuition. That's the way I teach it. So I do run workshops sometimes. And basically for me, it's all about using your gut instinct, your intuition. Um, I believe that we can, you know, we can even find places if we're, you know, looking for a certain place, we're going somewhere we've never been before. We've got like an inner compass where we can just connect to that and just ask ourselves, right, do we go left or right? And just keep following that intuition. So I think psychic to me is more just having, yeah, a sense of knowing and I would get thoughts and, you know, words and things just in my mind. Um, so I don't see spirit or hear spirit. Some mediums do, but I have just a sense of knowing in my mind and that's how it works really. So it can be a really difficult process. Mm. Um, we're always still learning and we get symbols. So it's not always easy to sustain to decipher what they mean um and you know it can be interpreted in different ways so it's not easy to to be psychic and to learn how to do it really i suppose in my mind sorry beforehand i i always thought kind of a medium was literally you'll you walk into the room and you see the physical people but you'll also see all these other people Mm. literally floating around but for you it's more like someone will come to you and and sort of say you know can you get in touch with so and so and then you'll kind of feel like they're speaking to you rather than you'll see them is that yeah. So for me, it's everything's happening in my mind. So basically, and I also don't go around hearing s- and seeing spirits and things like that. So I'm tuned out really mm. until I sit down, I'm going to do a reading and then I will, people can like open their chakras or open themselves up. That's kind of what we say. Um, and then I'll just tune in and just try to make that connection. I don't promise that someone will come through because it's a bit like a muffled telephone line. So you can't necessarily hear the information clearly. So I'm trying to kind of give that information that I'm receiving and give it over to you, but it's not always coming through clear. So, um, yeah, it's all about what I'm feeling and having that sort of sense of knowing what's coming through. How does it affect you being kind of so in tune with what other people are feeling? Because that sounds like it could make you quite vulnerable. Yeah, that's true, actually. I am extremely sensitive, Mm. um, you know, to the point where I would see, you know, say an old lady crossing the road and I want to go and help them. Um, But I think, again, you just kind of gradually have to just make that detachment um, and just keep protecting yourself um, because otherwise, yeah, you would just be quite vulnerable all of the time. So, yeah, I just have to try and protect myself in certain ways. I think there's a sense that it's kind of separate sides. Like, if you believe in that, I can't have my pills. Or Mm. like, oh, you're like refuting my mental illness because you're saying it's not Mm. a chemical reaction you're saying it's because of this Mm. but I think what's interesting is that you're saying it could actually be kind of can work together definitely yeah it's it's all about working together because there's not necessarily one form of treatment that will work Mm. so especially if someone has been through significant trauma it may be that they need more than the medication and the counseling so it's another avenue to explore and I think yeah don't knock it till you've tried it definitely you know anything could work I would always say try everything once Mm. I'm still very skeptical I'm afraid I suppose what I'm worried about is that people might spend lots of money on a treatment like that and because there isn't sort of scientific evidence to have proved it, mm. people are then wasting their money on things. But I mean, I don't know that ultimately if if people are finding something comforting, you know, like if and it, I mean, I'm sorry to be blunt, but like with the Reiki thing, if just having a lie down for an hour is nice for someone, whether that's actually doing literally anything or not, it might just be nice for them to be having an hour out of their day, mm. having someone kind of look after them in a way. So I can kind I can kind of see how it might or just acknowledge, that way. acknowledging trauma or like that 
I can see how yeah. that would be healing. Mm. Well, that, that's a good point, actually, because something that I'm doing, you know, when I'm promoting, you know, m- mental health awareness and self-care is I'm just trying to get people to take that hour for themselves because a lot of people are rushing around, you know, we're busy, whether we've got children or work, we're just nonstop and we don't take that time. So I find that people will easily spend money on a gym membership and go to yoga classes, but what are they doing for their mind? So what I'm trying to do is just get people to literally come along and take an hour out w- without thinking too much about it you're just taking that time to be still and just to relax you know but there are actually a lot of studies being done into sound therapy so perhaps not so much into reiki so i can i can see that point but um yeah there are a lot of scientific studies um with, about sound therapy so maybe have a look into it um yeah definitely i think it's good that you with a lot of them you don't have to believe in all of them like you can with the sound bar thing I don't believe that the crystal balls heal me in any way, but Mm. the sounds are very relaxing. (laughs) It's nice to have a little bit of a light down. Mm. So I think maybe that's kind of the healthier approach is just go, you don't have to believe it. Just, yeah, don't have any opinion. Just go along and see what it does for you because everybody's different. Mm. And every session you go to is different as well. So if you are feeling particularly stressed, you might not be able to switch off, but then another month you might come along and completely fall asleep. So it just, it's kind of like a deeper level of meditation and it just takes you into that calm space, into that deep space of relaxation. So um, people are able to fall asleep and to the point where sometimes there's a lot of snoring in the room and people have to be prodded, um, you know, just to bring them back a little bit. Have you Mm. ever had a client who you haven't been able to help? And how would you deal with that if that were to happen? Yeah, to be honest, I don't think so. I mean, sometimes people don't come back, so it's hard to tell. but people respond so well to the complementary therapies, the Reiki and the sound therapy particularly. Um, and if I did have that, I would just persevere with it because because sometimes we're creating those blockages. Sometimes, you know, we, we don't want to heal ourselves. There's a lot of people actually that are happy to play a victim role. Um, and sometimes, you know, we just need to persevere with that because sometimes it's it's almost comforting to just to, to feel in where you are, you know, just to stay where you are. Sometimes it's hard to break out of that you know when you're suffering with depression I've definitely experienced it and we're just stuck we can't necessarily move forward so sometimes you just have to kind of go with it and just kind of try and get to that root cause and see what's going on so Mm. I would encourage them to come back and keep at it really Mm. but it's difficult because if they don't come back (laughs) yes if they don't come back then you don't know but I think sometimes I would just accept that that's their path it's their journey and I I can't help everyone Mm. I struggled with that in the past because I just want to help everyone but it's not possible so you just have to know that that's part of their journey and you just hope that they will you know find something that works for them or they will feel better do you find people come to you kind of expecting a cure not exactly no I think people are kind of coming you know, open-minded, but, you know, let's just see what happens. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think they come necessarily expecting a cure. Because I think that's yeah. the fear, isn't it? That yeah. you don't want someone going, okay, I have a serious mental illness. I'll just spend yeah. all my money on crystals. Right. Yeah, because yeah. that's, no, yeah, that's, that's okay. the massive fear for me. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's the worry. Mm. I think, I'm. yeah, that's not the way I work. I would never say I'm going to cure you. We don't mm. even say, you know, I heal you. It's, you know, the, the energy's flowing through me to the person. So mm. I'm not going to take credit for that. You know, it's just, I'm kind of like um, just helping people on their journey. So... I definitely wouldn't say I'm going to cure you. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a massive point, honestly. And mm-hmm. just saying, yeah. like, this might help you. If it doesn't, that's fine. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think just make it really clear, like, 
it's not a cure. Yeah. And if someone is saying that it is, don't trust them. <laughs> don't yeah. give them your money. Yeah, this is it. And I mean, some people give us a bad reputation mm. because there's people out there that are just in it for the money and that's just not where I'm at. I'm just in it to help people um through my own experiences and I don't honestly I don't charge enough really for my treatments um I try to keep everything affordable just so that it's accessible to everyone really and again sometimes I do treatments for free it's not always always about money I do um distance healing sessions um on Instagram so once a month I send out healing to everyone that needs it for free um just to you know spread positive uh, vibrations and help anyone that's just feeling stuck because I just don't want anyone to feel like they haven't got a way out. Mm. Um, I think having felt that before myself, I just, you know, do what I can to help others. It's really interesting you saying about that because I, I, weirdly that's something that I could more not necessarily relate to, but kind of understand sort of because um, we haven't talked about religion at all on this podcast and I'm not mm. going massively into it, but the way that you talked about that, sending mm. out positive messages, that just sounds like somebody praying for people to me so it's it's a it's a weird this is a whole other kind of topic we've we've gone on to isn't it sort of like the whole spiritual sort of side of things generally um but yeah i'm sure for a lot of people um that is that is quite a kind of big part of their life and something that they're more kind of into and more open to but yeah and it could be really helpful yeah definitely yeah like definitely for my family my family quite religious whereas i'm not yeah and i can see like prayer helps them so much yeah like it's really sometimes feel a bit jealous can't I? <laughs> I can't get that kind of free therapy um but yeah I think it's so much if you believe in it then it can be really powerful if Definitely, you don't yeah. absolutely I think that's probably very key to it isn't it yeah. I think probably if you went along to any of the things that you practice if you're if yeah. you're really a believer I think that probably you know makes a massive difference Mm. yeah yeah i think sometimes religion and spirituality can be confused Mm. but spirituality is not a religion it's just kind of having that sense of it's just really about positive thinking um and just knowing that everything's part of your journey whatever you're going through you're going to get to the other side um that's what i try to teach people really just to have trust we talk about the universe have trust in the universe i'm really not a religious person (laughs) Um, but just knowing that everything's going to be okay. And that's something that's helped me during my life. You know, when I've experienced depression and anxiety, just knowing that all of my struggles are part of, you know, um, a greater plan. And ultimately that allows me to help other people. Um, yeah, you know, so just... much of therapy as well is changing thinking patterns. So yeah. I think the spirituality and the healing is just a way to get to that. Like it's a different yeah. angle into it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I love helping people and teaching them about spirituality. We've just got a spiritual side, all of us, and I'd love to tap into yours. (laughs) I would love to see that. (laughs) I think I could convert a lot of people. (laughs) I would love to see that. Genuinely. Maybe I'll invite you guys along to a couple of different sessions and you can write about it. I would love to see Yvette's skeptic (laughs) and see how she feels. We should yeah. definitely do that. At some yeah, point. Mm. like to a psychic night, um, you know, well, a, a demonstration of mediumship when you can see people receiving those messages. I mean, h- how would you explain that if if I got a message from your loved one that's passed on? How would you explain I it? Could, I could talk about this all day, but I, I think that I would, <laughs> I would, the, the thinking that I have with psychics, and um, with all due respect, because you know, like yeah. you, you believe in it, but my <laughs> thinking around it has always been that you're probably a very kind of perceptive person, and that mm. if we had a conversation. You 
you'd be good at picking up on certain things that I've said. So you might then pick up on something about my family. So you might then make a good judgment. So then that's why I would think what I wouldn't necessarily I... then think, wow, she's definitely, you know, in touch with my great grandma. I would think, oh, she's picked up the fact that I had a great grandma. And I've, in fact, now you know that about me. So, um, so you, you might then start talking about it. So it's... you're pushing to give a test and I don't want to test you. <laughs> no, oh, no, definitely no, not. No, I wouldn't do no. that here. Um... But it's just interesting to, to see how people think. <laughs> but we, we kind of as mediums, we go one step beyond that because we want people to, to actually know that life goes on. And so what we try to do is get a message you know or give you memory links so I wouldn't just tell you oh you've got a grandma because everybody's got a grandma or a granddad in the spirit world what we're looking for is you know concrete evidence and messages things like memory links so, okay you went to you know such and such beach you had ice cream you had this and that bit more sp sort of specific things you know because that was a really general kind of example but specific things that only you could understand mm. and I've definitely given that to people before you know talking about the color of someone's carpet or you know just these really obscure things that come through or you know knowing the way somebody passed um there's various things that we could come up with but it just depends what the spirit you know give us mm. but ultimately yeah we i don't i don't want to give general readings i want concrete mm. messages and memory links that you on, mm. only you would understand yeah no i, I still don't think i'd be in for it because <laughs> i'm pretty sure that you know once you're dead that's it so okay yeah but I imagine, <laughs> yeah, I imagine for lots of people that could be like helpful. I'm yeah. sure for a lot of people it would be comforting as well. If they, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you are grieving, it is, it is such a nice thing to do just to get that message, just to help you. It almost does make you feel like you're healing just mm -hmm. to get that message from a loved one. Um, I, I mean, I even went for a reading. I don't often go for a reading myself. I just don't need it really. Mm -hmm. But there was a period, I think, was it last year when I was feeling very low and I'd lost two people in, in very sudden, tragic ways and I, I almost felt a little bit desperate and I went for a reading and of all the people in the spirit world that could have come through those two people came through mm. with very clear messages that I needed to hear and it really did help me because I was feeling sort of very broken at the time um, and so yeah it's a very healing thing to do if you are grieving so this is goodbye from mentally If you've been affected by any of the things we've been chatting about today, please give the Samaritans a ring on 116-123 or you can find them online at samaritans.org. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give us a rate and review on iTunes and join us online. We have a Facebook group, Mentally Yours, and also we're on Twitter, Mentally YRS. Thanks very much to our producer, Sam Bonham, and to Lucy Baker for our lovely jingles. See you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.